again, when, when the war happened and stuff and you're watching it on TV, you're literally giving it a glance and that's you done. Yeah. When you're actually there and you're like, you're going, these are not just the gang, these are the ISIS, are they? They're not just messing about, they're there to mess your day up. A lot of scary paperwork to do beforehand, just like, if we get kidnapped, do you have any distinguished marks? Do you have this, do you have that? Like, right, I'm, it, I'm good at the minute, but it could get bad, you know mm. what I mean? Then we just deal with it. What's <laughs> up, brother? How you doing, Matty? Yeah, it's good, mate. I like that little intro, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. That, it was, that's good. Every time I, I tell a story, every time, but basically every... I met these guys um, in, in Australia, Kiwi, right. Islanders, and they just used to sing every Sunday at this pub I would go to. Right, okay. And then when COVID hit, um, they only lived like two, three streets away from me. Right. And um, basically... Because of COVID, we couldn't go to clubs or pubs anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had a balcony where he was living. Right. So I was walking my dog one day, and I could just hear this music playing. Yeah, yeah. And I literally walked past the street, and I looked to my left, and they were just singing there. And literally, yeah. you could pay $10, like, so whatever that's, £20 or £15. Yeah. And they'd give you a chair and a beer, and you could just sit there on the street. Yeah, that's class. And all the kids were playing cricket and yeah. mucking around the street, and all the parents were just sitting there. Listen to them, have them sing along, yeah. That's mega. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. COVID is anything as well, mate, so it was mad. How did you find COVID? (coughs) I was was working, mate. So I got back, I got uh, back from Iraq in November uh, 2019, and just before it all kicked off, and... I was doing the academy stuff and then we just got hit by COVID. Mm. But then I was working. I was working down in London on the um, uh, the COVID hotels down at Heathrow. Oh, wow. So I was there for like three months, four months. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like, I wasn't, it was, it was non-stop for us. Yeah. Really. You really didn't, mad. you weren't like anyone stuck in home or, no, or like homebound. It was a key worker, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so we got like a card and everything laminated yeah. to see if we got pulled over because we couldn't drive yeah. anywhere. So we were just like, because um, we'd have like two weeks at work, mm. then probably like four or five days at home, and then go back to it. Yeah. So it was literally, we were, we were down on um, Heathrow, mate, for like three, four months. Oh, wow. It was mad. People coming in from there, obviously from Heathrow. Yeah. Um, <coughs> that were tested positive and just have to stay in the hotels, mate. Really? That was it, yeah, it was mad. Man, what a what a journey you've been on. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. one of the players who come out the other end pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I, mate, so we, we've said it before, it's just something that I enjoyed, though. Yeah. Like, I went to, like, people say, how did you get into it? But I wanted to do this when I was younger. Oh, wow. So I wanted to do this when I was, in like, year 11, leaving school. So I didn't know, like, I went into college and did building construction, and that was yeah. only because my dad wanted me to do it, just to say, get a bit of a trade. Because you don't know about rugby or anything like that. And it was like, do I have to? I don't, I don't even know how to change a light bulb. <laughs> so for me, that was just a pointless... I enjoyed it, but again, it was like, I'm never going to use this. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But I went to like, there was a there was a thing called Connections when we were younger. Okay. Um, And there was one in town, I remember just going into town and asking them, saying, I really want to be a bodyguard. I really want to be, um, you know, a close protection operative cool. or officer. And they just said to me, said, oh, you need to be ex-military. And I was just like, all oh, right, okay, great. But I ended up doing a little bit of military when I was 18. Okay. So I, I went into a P company to become a para when I was 18. It was me and Lee Mitchell. Wow. So we only did, it was more like a, an advertisement for them, basically. Yeah, yeah. So he said, if you pass, we'll give you X amount. And I was like, this sounds good. I missed Magaluf with the lads, which was yeah. horrendous. It was in the off season. And I was just like, they rang me every night as well without fail. <laughs> without fail. 
Um, but I ended up passing that, mate. And it was one of the, it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. So what age were you doing that then? It was 18. 18 so it was just, okay. it was just basically, we had like three weeks training down yeah. in Farnborough. Yeah. And me and Mitch were just like, we're going to piss this lad. Look yeah. at this, look at the weakness on them. We're like, we're like 15 stone. Yeah, yeah. Built muscle. Fit. Mate, we did the, uh, like a PT test, like mile and a half. We come last. Wow. Mate, there was, these kids were just ridiculously fit. Mm. But we were we were big lads, you know what I mean? Yeah, Being a yeah. mile and a half for us was... Different, isn't it? Different, mate, because we were like sharp, short, sharp, but again, over long distance. Yeah. But no, mate, they, honestly. They so it took us by surprise and it was gruelling, mate. Bet, it was man. ridiculous. It's interesting you say that because, um, gosh, it was about, oh, God, 10 years ago now. And basically, I, I was, again... Young, yeah. early 20s or late teens, whatever. And um, again, fit from rugby. Yeah. And I had a mate who just did his, um, you know, the starting training enough for the yeah, Marines, yeah, like the yeah, PT, yeah. like you just yeah, said, yeah, the 15 yeah. weeks. And he was a heavy smoker. Right, yeah, yeah. So he goes, hey, do you want to go down to the running track? And we'll yeah. basically do eight laps warm up. Yeah. Eight laps time trial. I was like, what, you want to race? And I was like, at the time I was like, you know, yeah, yeah definitely. I'm going to smoke you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so he's sitting there, I'm stretching, he's sitting yeah. there rolling up a couple of ciggies. Yeah. yeah. Just blowing away. I was yeah. like, taking the piss. Here. So I anyway, know. we do the eight warm up laps and we do it together just we're warming up and then we, and I go, all right, we'll have a, two minutes, we'll, we'll have yeah. a go. And he's like, yeah, no worries. Rolls up like another ciggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smokes it. And then we go, you, you ready? I go, fuck this guy. Yeah. yeah. I just blitz <laughs> the first lap. <coughs> and then next thing then I'm like he's ages away next yeah. thing then two he's gone. three he's yeah, just yeah, boom yeah. lap me yeah exactly the same I was just going to say that like these guys were heavy smokers yeah like they were small like you know 10, 11 stone smoking like 20, 30 fags a day and then there's me and Mitch clean as you know <laughs> built up and it's just like these guys have just schooled us Maybe it's a mentality thing, yeah. but again, I, I, these they, they were freakish, mate. It was freakish. It just throws out your head all of the you know the science behind nutrition, this yeah. Ever. yeah. Mental te- mental strength yeah, is yeah, big yeah. as well, though. I think so. Yeah, I think when when we was there, I remember it, I remember it, mate. It was it was it was tough because we did like three weeks training. Yeah, yeah. And then we went into two weeks into the testing, which was everything from the stretcher race, log race, ten mm. miler with your Bergen, mile and a half. You know what I mean? Weapon training, and it was just like uh, the milling as well, which was yeah. the milling was fun. The <laughs> milling was fun, but I was opposite. So the milling, what I was is opposite. the milling? Explain so it. So basically, it's, it's it's supposed to. Um, so yeah, if you're against heavy fire or something like that, basically, are you going to man up and be, ah. you know, be there? So basically, there's no ducking, there's no nothing, they're just hitting each other, cool. knocking the shit, each other, shit out of each other for 60 seconds. Oh, wow. So I was against another guy who was my, who was my height, and he was a good mate of mine. Yeah. We had a face-off and everything, mate. But I couldn't stop fucking laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is that? Oh, what mate, that? I was with the proper face-off, mate, and I'm pissing myself <laughs> laughing. The, the guys that were training us, like, these were brutal, mate. Brutal, no matter, and yeah. there was a couple that were just like, oh, these prima donnas, and they hated us. Yeah, but and it, we got blitzed. We got blitzed, and I was the first fight. Oh wow! So I've got the first. I got the first punch in. His nose is broke. He's got the second. My lips are everywhere, and there was blood everywhere, absolutely everywhere. But just sixty seconds of just knocking each like the shit out of each other, mate. And it was chaos. But it was the adrenaline, adrenaline you got from it. it. It was unbelievable. I was drained after it, mate. And then um, the guy who was in charge was going, "Yeah, that was shit." I was like. 
It's fucking what, blood <laughs> what more do you want from us? But no, it was a good experience. One of the best experiences I've ever had, but I would never do it again, mate. Yeah. It was the log okay. run, stretcher. Mate, I cried after the stretcher. Really? Um, the log run, mate. Yeah, it was... They had to get four people to get the, the rope from my hands, mate. It was that bad. No way. It was horrendous, mate. Well, the best, again, best but worst experience of Jeez. my life. But it was good. It was, it was, uh, yeah. You'd it go was into, you go into rugby league pre-seasons going on. <laughs> well, this time we went straight into pre-season after that. So I had like five, six weeks doing mm. that and then straight into pre-season. So I didn't even have any time off. Wow. But I was fit as though. After yeah, that. I was going to say. I was fit as, yeah. You've always been like that as a player though. You always fit yeah, I agile. Think, I think I always worked on that because it was probably the best quality that I had. I was always worked on my fitness. Um, I would work in, the, like, there was a two, when I finished school, there was a two-year gap, so I went to college. So mm. I, in the morning, I used to train at six o'clock in the morning with a few old coaches. Yeah, okay. Just for 30, 40 minutes and just blitz ourselves and then just went into college from there and then trained um, 21s or whatever it was at night. Mm. But I did that for, like, two years. Oh, wow. And that was my formula. That was just my formula of, I wasn't really the most talented player. I really wasn't. Mm. Um you know what I mean? I just had, I was very, very fit and agile. And that's basically what I tried to work on more, but obviously work on, on me, stuff that I was weak at as well. But yeah. if I, I knew if I could work from minute one to eight at, at the best level, mm. then hopefully that would get me where, you know, where I was. So I, I just, I'd used that as a formula, but I didn't really notice that as a formula until I probably finished. Oh, it's just kind of reflected. It just it. kind of reflected going, you know what? If I didn't do that, I probably wouldn't have been, in Super League, mate, definitely wow. not. So, um, anything about timing in there? Like, was it any? Like, a lot of people say, "Oh, I didn't come across this person on the way," or if I didn't oh, fuck mate, loads, you know mate. I mean? yeah. yeah, loads. Like, um, if it wasn't for me, dad's and my granddad, who's you know, morning is is deaf at the minute. Sorry, he to hear, man. yeah, he died like two days, three days ago. But if it weren't for people like that, that that like get me to training or yeah. criticize me or big me up or teachers and we had we were at a scholarship at um, Beaumont High School mm. there's, there's Mike McLaughlin Gary Chambers and then people like that that just was just like massively influential in, in my career um, and that's yeah and just the players around me as well mate that was the, that's, yeah. you know what I mean because it warranted we're like they were like classes the Man City kind of, yeah, of, yeah. of rugby league where they can afford to pay anybody mate mm. so we had the centres and second rows that we had or people in general would just World yeah. class. So learning off them, mate, of going into first team as an 18, 17, 18 mm. year old was priceless. Absolutely priceless. Do you find because you're a Warrington lad, like going through the system there, it's like, you know, you're getting all these imported people over. Yeah. Do you feel like, <laughs> shit, I'm earning my, how do I explain it? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I know what you mean. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, like it, another world class star. <laughs> no, but it did get like that because we had like four or five centres yeah, that yeah. were world class. Bridgie Atkins, Matt King, mm. you know, these players that were unbelievable, absolutely yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. And it's like, I've got to wait a long time here unless, and then keep myself in the team. Mm. But there's that element of luck as well. So that when I, when I was at Warrington, I think we played Magic Weekend. I think they did like the first round at Magic Weekend and we had about seven or eight injuries. Like, day, like, wow. and I remember Michael Monaghan coming to me going, get rid of, like, you're going to yeah, be, yeah. you know what I mean? I was just like, right, okay. Um, and even like the likes of Matt King would just come up to me and just say, mate, do this, do this, do this. And he was like, it was amazing. Yeah. And it was, just, and I kept myself in the team, mate, for a long time. And it was just, um, if it wasn't for people like that, and for me just to listen and, and just to make sure that I'm doing my job correctly. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, definitely, mate. It warranted me that 2009 era yeah. was ridiculous, mate. 
it was absolutely mm. ridiculous. It was unbelievable. I want to say about one player, I've always, he's Welsh. Yeah. Um, I know, I don't know if he's the best trainer, but he's probably one of the most talented players, Lee Breers. Breersy, mate. Yeah, training wise, <laughs> abysmal. <laughs> he's terrible, mate. Absolutely terrible. But we were there, I've known, like, I've we've been in and out, well, through the first team from like 16. Yeah, yeah. So we used to do like hill training and do the odd sessions is that um, with uh, the first team until we, you know, we went into it. Mm. I remember one session with Brazer. So we were on Darsby Hills and he's not good at fitness. He's <laughs> really, really not. And I must have lapped him about four or five times oh, on wait. these hills. It was a good hill session, mate. Like one of the worst. And I'm like, I've got to the last hill and I thank fuck for that. And I've got Brazer at the top egging me on going, come on, you'll never make it. And I'm like, I've lapped you five times. How <laughs> are you here? But mate, on the, but when we used to go to like team run or anything to do with rugby league, his brain and everything is second to none. I've never met a rugby league um, presence, mate, in, in how good he actually was for in the team, mate. He was ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. It just shows that, like, do you think that's then instilled in someone or is that something they've developed? Like, you know, we all have natural talent as yeah. such, but he's just enhanced it. I think he's, I think he's, he's, he's got natural talent. Yeah, yeah. And he, I think he knew that. Yeah. But he never, but he was always on the ball. Yeah. No matter what. No matter what. He was always, whether it was game day and everything like that, he was always on the ball. Yeah. Um, and I've defended with Brazer, and it's, <laughs> and it's not the most safest place in the world. But mate, he looked after you. Yeah, he yeah. looked after you, mate, and he, he'd come up with some miracle yeah. um, offense and defense um, mm. um, strategy, mate. He was good. Yeah, he was a good player to be around, mate. Massively. I heard a story about him that um, which one? Played, <laughs> which one exactly? <laughs> I heard this one, but he played for Wales. Yeah. I think they were playing Ireland to qualify or something. Yeah, or it might be in the four nations or European nations back then, but. Yeah, it was like a golf day the day before it. Right. And he just got on the sesh the whole day. Mate, yeah, I think I remember. <laughs> I, can't, I think it was a testimony. Were you there? I don't know if, I, I think I was there, I think I was injured. Okay. I think I've been to a couple of golf days. I've never, I'm not interested, I don't yeah. like golf. So it's Same. just like, um, but that was, I mean, when we were pre-Tony Smith, yeah. that's what we were, that's what we were, what people used to think of us as a, a pub team, mate. Yeah. Because it was like that, yeah. mate. To be, I'm not giving it anything away, but it was like the lads would we'd, we'd like a drink mm. after a game, no matter win or lose. Uh, and that changed massively. That did Tony change Smith when came. TS come in, mate. That changed massively. Yeah. But that was that was like 2009. And you see, when we put all our efforts into training, what yeah. we could have achieved, and we we won the Challenge Cup that yeah. year. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't. We didn't make playoffs that year. Yeah. Um, but we, we we managed to win the, the, the Challenge Cup, mate. So we were together. Yeah, um, I'm not. That's not any um, anything bad about other coaches. It that's just the way it was. But TS at that time had that presence, mate. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was just like we heard rumors that we had to we had to call him if we were going on a night out and stuff. Oh, but yeah. never was the case. It was just rumors. You know what I mean? So just kind of like put the fear in you before it you did. even came massively. Mate. And I was yeah, and I was I was eighteen, nineteen, yeah. if that. I just want to confirm though with Lee Breers, I heard he did that, yeah. but he got man of the match and oh, won mate. the game for well, Wales. Then he does, mate. Yeah. He's freakish. Just want to confirm that. But there's the few freakish people that I've played with like that. Like yeah. they not the best trainers, but as yeah. soon as that, as soon as they go on that white line, mate, that's it. Flick the switch. Flicks the switch, mate. You know, like is this Benny Westwood? Benny yeah. Westwood for me is probably one of the best players I've ever played alongside against. He just switches it, mate. Mm. And you look at him sometimes, you think. You, 
you're in a bad place here. You're, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you can't breathe, but it finds something. something. It finds something from somewhere just to go out, put a shot on, or make you know the, the extra yeah, yeah, two, yeah. three meters, and he'd be there, mate. He'd yeah. be there because you'd have Brazy screaming at him as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> which he did very well. But again, like people like yeah, just freakish, freakish yeah. animals. You've had some yeah extreme like really good players there. Yeah. And like we just said, you've just named a couple of them just then. But it was it ever like someone who give you the best advice? Like you remember it, like reflected on um, it. That was a moment for me where yeah, uh, tough love or something. Um, it's, I think in general, I think there's a lot, mate. There's been a lot in general. Like I've said this in the past. I don't care if people are making the debut at eighteen and they've had one Super League game. Mm. Or the you know the the world class players. If I've done something wrong, I mm. expect to be sprayed, mate. Yeah, yeah. I expect it. So I, and I've had it a few times where it's like a few lads have been making the debuts mm. and I missed the tackle, which happened quite a lot. Um, and <laughs> they've, they've, they've yeah, and they've sprayed me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know what, mate? I need to you know I need to get me out together here. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. care, mate. So uh, for me, if you're the, the highest point of your career or you were just starting out. Everybody's experience, everybody's uh, yeah. knowledge, I accepted no matter mm. what. I was never that person where I was like, who does he think he is? Yeah. You know, I was never that person, mate, at all. Um, but I can't, I don't know. I think it's hard, isn't it? I think when the one that I remember was when we were, it was Tony Smith actually. It was, and he was, he was telling a story about um, when they made the grand final with Leeds and he had to leave out a couple of players. And instead of being bitter, they were just a part of um, the teammate, part of the squad. And they were in and about and just making sure everybody was, you know, putting a smile on your face, this, that and the other. And I took that personally because I didn't make this squad in 2009 due to injuries and um, other bits as well. And I was just, I, I just had a smile on my face all all week, mate. And, yeah. and if you speak to Brazy or anybody in that camp, it's probably the best uh, training camp or training week we ever had. Really? We, we didn't we didn't drop a ball. Everybody was on the point, and that's serious, mate. We didn't drop one ball, that's and everybody hard, yeah, it? mate. And it was just all week, all week we were just on it, absolutely on it, mate. And I remember TS coming up to me saying, "Mate, this is this is a good, you know, you did, um, you've been amazingly pro uh, professional. You know, you've been smiling, you've been in and out of the team. You've, you know what I mean. I've just been like." I appreciate that because that's mm. what I needed, mate. Because it was tough not to play. I bet you know what I mean. First time you go into Wembley and things like that, but um, I was happy for the team, happy for the lads, and mm. happy for us. You know what I mean? Myself being in that, that situation, so that that stayed in my mind a little bit. And just again, I tried to take that into you know more of the my career as well as just being humble in every situation yeah. kind of thing. So. Um, yeah, I suppose that one sticks out a little bit, mate. Tony yeah. Smith. Yeah, he's a mate, legend, absolute legend. He, mind games, oh, fucking yeah. unbelievable, mate. Like, but it would make you think. So you might have had a really, really good game, or you think in your head that you've had a really good game, and he'd come and ask you, saying, "How do you think you did?" And he'd be like, "Fuck it, I don't know what to say." You know what I mean? And he'd be like, "Oh yeah, you're okay, you did all right." And I'm just like. You know, I'm out of the match, mate. What's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or you've had a good game, but I, but I liked that. Yeah, I liked yeah, that yeah. kind of um, mentality where it was just like, no, no, I can't stop it. I've got other bits that I need yeah. to do, kind of thing. Like I might have played well, but did I do this okay or did yeah. I do that? So yeah, TS was it was an unbelievable coach. Still yeah. is, still is an unbelievable True. coach. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's doing. Who's he with now? Holme. I know they're not doing amazing. No, but just having him, like you said, yeah. is him there. But he's changing that that philosophy as well mm. in a club 
um, how he trains and then how yeah. other people, because there's a lot of people that have been there for a while and they've had a couple of coaches. Yeah. But then you'll see like Brad Dwyer do really well because he's been coached by him before. Yeah. Like Andrew, uh, Andre Savelio as well. Yeah. Um, and they just hit a bit of a patch, haven't they, mate? They're just not yeah. playing very well at the minute. But no, TS is, is, you know, one of the best coaches I've had. True. It's interesting you say that about after a game, if someone plays well, yeah. if you compliment them or you give them that, just like, you know, that yeah. the nod of appreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had a um, we had a player the other day. He said, well, he's my roommate. Right. So if he listens to this, I'm fucked. But <laughs> he's definitely, he's definitely. But he, he, had, he had a crack on the wing yeah, yesterday. Right. And to be fair, he went well. Yeah. But he's one of your typical loud Aussies. Right, loud okay. Aussies. And I said, one of the boys in the team said, shall I give him a call and tell him he did well? I said, yeah. Nah, don't, mate. Don't. Yeah, because that'll be a fit season. Because he'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's... he's love it. Yeah, he loves it too much. I said, yeah, for yeah. him, you've got to keep him grounded and just yeah. give him, like, give him a thumb and that's it, yeah. you know? And then other people, you might have to hype him up a bit because it's so hard Everybody's on himself. Everybody's different, mate. Everybody's yeah. different within... It, within um, and, and coaches know that as well. And players know that, that you need to treat somebody... Everybody's like, oh, we get treated differently. Of course you do. You're different yeah. people. Like, you know what I mean? It's like... Do, do you have to big that person up to to, to keep them going, mm. or do you have to criticize this person to to keep them going? So everybody's true. different, mate. Yeah, and yeah, everybody's different. But coaches seem to get it pretty right yeah, as well because they've got a lot of support as well with like assistant coaches, mm. welfare coaches. I mean, it's not just on the field; it's off the field as well. Yeah, you know, because there could be something happening at home. I've always been a massive advocate of if my personal life is 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 calm. Yeah, and my professional life just takes over, takes and it's over. and it's just as good. Yeah, so I'm a massive, I'm a massive advocate for that, mate, massively. So, are you very like you know mindful and and, and mindful of the, like keeping peace? You know, so like a home, as like you say, and yeah, because otherwise we've all been there where shit's not oh, right mate, home, and you're, yeah, you're, mass, you're going into still, training, hundred percent, and, and it's uh, it still happens, mate. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's life. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's like stuff happens at home. Yeah, in in family or whatever, you know what I mean? Like family relationships, stuff happens, mate. You know what I mean? And it's just how you, how you get back to that normality with yeah. it. Um, and it's, you, you know, you could listen to a, a thousand podcasts. Yeah. It's just what happens, happens in your situation and how you deal with yeah. it and how you both or what, uh, both deal with it or with family or with friends as well, mm. mate. You know what I mean? So, um, it's hard. Yeah. It's difficult. Even having like, for instance, no one really talks about it much, but when we have a bad performance as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the worst thing is when you've had a bad performance, oh, you go into the changing rooms. Yeah. And you just see, you might see people talking, you think, yeah. they're talking about talking shit. Talking about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I heard that quite a lot, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I can relate to this. I heard that quite a lot, mate. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, bastards are talking about me, aren't they? <laughs> but what, I re- like, what I've learned and think we're so consumed in ourselves in yeah. after performance, yeah, we're not yeah, even, yeah. Think, we're actually just thinking about how we performed. Yeah. And, um, and it's just one thing, you know, trying to take, not take that home, you know, so with our partners or kids, yeah. just like, you know, you, you got to try and flick that yeah. switch because yeah. otherwise, when you come home after a good win, yeah. you're buzzing, you well, know, happy. Yeah, so he's trying to keep uh, neutral yeah. in the highs and it's lows. It's difficult, mate. And I, I remember, and I, if I knew, oh, we got beat, I might still played well or got beat or anything like that. So that I took it personal, mate, like really personal. And I was a, I was murdered to live with me or anything yeah, like yeah. that with family. Didn't want to speak to anybody with whatever, whoever partners or whatever. I was murder, mate. Yeah. I just was just so, you know, in myself and just like, right, okay, let's get to training. Just can't wait till Monday or whenever, recovery, get video out of the way, <laughs> which I've had a few long ones in and it's like, 
just get to it again. And then yeah. I'm good then, I'm good to go. Nice. But if you take it personally, it shows that you care, and it's, you, you know what I mean? I think it's- 100%. You care in what you're, in your, in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and when people say like, oh, you're too hard on yourself. Mate, I hate that. It's like, I'm fucking passionate about exactly. this, I and I want the best. Like that, it's like, you kind of, the ones who are normally saying it, yeah, you want to yeah, ask yeah. them yeah. what they do in a way. I have it now, mate, is it's like, you don't switch off. I'm like, so? Yeah. I don't care. Like, I enjoy what I do. Mm. And I enjoy working. If I sometimes have that, that because so when I when I switch off, I just chill. Mate. Nice. I don't do anything. I think there was a guy I, I did it the other day. I forgot his name. He was on that CEO podcast. You know, oh, what's yeah, his yeah. name? Steve Bartlett. Yeah, and there was a guy on there, and he was like, "I like to work, and I do like to work, man. I'm a workaholic because I enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And when I get to that point, I'm exactly the same. I just chill. I just go on Netflix or I'll see the misses, yeah, or whatever. And I'm like. We should take that, um, take, you should be doing this out of yeah. our vocab. Or yes, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I hate, and I was like, lad, that is unbelievable. Like, oh, you should be doing this. You've got to do this yeah. for, your, for your mental health. And I'm like, yeah. I do stuff what works for me. I don't do anything yeah. what works for other people. And I'm, <clears throat> I'm massive about that. Because there's all these trends. Of course. There's all these trends. And mate, people say, oh yeah, I have, a, I have a four minute cold shower every day. And people might yeah, like yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah, that's good for you, but I don't want to wake up going, fuck me, I've got to have a cold shower <laughs> now, lad. Each to their own, Each mate. to their own. I like to get in my car, have a coffee, stick some music on, mm. full blast, and have a sing and a dance on the way to love work. Love it, love I'm it. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for the day then. Yeah. I don't want to be getting into an ice bath going, this is fucking bullshit. This, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, I get I it. Think, and I, I enjoyed when people say like, Take it out of your vocab, like you should or you shouldn't. Yeah, I respect that. You know that. what I mean? So it's just like, I do things that, I, yeah. that I'm happy with and that make me motivated yeah. and keep me active. And so when people say to me, you work you work too much, you you know, you don't switch off from yeah. work. I'm just like, yeah, so yeah. what? That's, that's my mentality, mate, not yours. I like that. That's that Alex Hamon's, Hamozzi or something. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's, that's he's him. He's good, bro. He's mate, good. he's all time. But I've got him. time for that, you know, because... Some people say, oh, you don't stop. You know, you always go, go, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But I'm happy doing exactly, this. Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. it was a job, like, I fucking hate the people who go, like, you know, it's a Monday when yeah. I work on the building site. And you'd be yeah, like, yeah. all right, boys, how was the weekend? Yeah, good. Oh, yeah. it's Monday now. And, oh, yeah. fucking Mate, I don't know days of the week anymore. No, I, hey, Saturday. <laughs> when you pick a Saturday, when someone says, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. I'm yeah, like, yeah. why? Yeah, that's it. I'm just like, why are you doing? I'm <laughs> working <laughs> Sunday, mate. I'm yeah. working now. I'm working Sunday. I don't think it's work though. It's just yeah. the word has been designed to be that's work. It. It's not actually. It's like exactly. it's like a hobby now. Exactly. That's I'm a, and I'm a massive. I, I always say it like that was perfect for me before coming on this podcast. Was just like that's perfect because I feel like sometimes I people look at me and it's just like he works too much. My missus never says anything like that because she's just as active as I am, like ridiculously. Do you think you've met you? Oh, sorry, I interrupted, but I mean no, no. Do you think she's on the same path as you? Yeah, I think like she's she's been the same. Like she's worked like f forever. Yeah. She loves to work, and I'm exactly the same. Like we we both love to work, but because I'm pretty much local now, and I'm not Iraq or anything like that, and I'm I'm local. I'm and I've always said to her, said, I'm I'm four hours away max in a car yeah, yeah, or yeah. a train. So if you, we need to see each other, we need to see each other. I'm working predominantly in Manchester at the minute, but there's few times like next month I'm away for. Uh, a month, you know, mm. a full month, but I'm always a, a car journey away. You know yeah. what I mean? It's and it's not forever. So I've got that kind of um, stability now, kind cool. of little thing where I can. I'm pretty much home all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all I ever want, to be honest. With you. I'm not fussed money wise or anything like that. If I can 
live a balanced life, professional and, and personal, yeah, yeah, then I'm happy. No man, I, I think as well, you know, when people say like, oh, I'm I'm chasing happiness or chasing this yeah. that never, I'm really like, um, I don't think you're like you should chase happiness, no, because you're forever gonna chase it. Well, that's and I think that's I'm this, happy now. You know exactly. that thought, I'm happy now. I'm happy now. But where, how do you begin? How does that start? Like, there's a lot of. Like social media wise, I go through Instagram. I love the old, mm. just the the TikTok kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But when I see his oh, make a million pounds today, make this, make Next. that, I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, why is that? Why should be that be your mm. motivation in life? And it annoys me. It really does annoy me because it's that's the kind of social social stigma that with that people have got now, mm. where we can go on our laptops and earn a million pounds yeah. and stuff like that. It doesn't exist. Nah. You know what I mean? These are the people that have been lucky as well like you know you've what I mean? got to put the work in you've got to put the work in but you've got to enjoy it as well like people just want this quick fix it doesn't yeah. exist it doesn't exist and um yeah so when i when i go onto that i'm like nah go go yeah go. And i'm like you're boring you know what i mean it does yeah. my head in but you've got to be happy in what you're doing you're not going to find your happiness on the you need to find it within yourself it might yeah. be a bit deep this no, it's but, true brother but you need to find it not on social media you need to find the fuck do I want to do it? Yeah, I mean, what makes me happy and do it? Like, you that, know what I mean? Yeah. This, like that, uh, Alex is Alex. Alex, mate, we're like Alex dust man. in a galaxy, mate. I liked that when he said, "We're just dust in a galaxy, mate." So, yeah. do what the fuck you want, mate. You know what I mean? I was on a plane uh two weekends ago, and I was literally just up, and I was just one of those moments where I looked at the clouds and just seen when we went through the clouds, we just yeah. seen the. The, the you know the, the the houses down below and we're just little ants right yeah yeah and it just made yeah. me realize that we care too much about what people think yeah we massively. should pursue what yeah. we want to do like there's so many people out there complaining about the jobs yeah. but they're still there for another 20 yeah, 25 exactly, years mate, and i'm like yeah, well exactly. change yeah. take that plunge and if take it didn't it. work why not me well if it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah simple as there's going to be good times there's going to be hard times just get through it I try to tell myself as well, like this isn't a battle, an internal, not a battle, I don't like the word battle, but more about just like um, a practice. Yeah. Where I'm like, don't get fixated on the, 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 the goal line. Yeah. Enjoy this process. Enjoy the process, mate, like, it, it changes. There's not one straight line. Yeah. It'll go off at other places. There'll be setbacks. There'll yeah. be this, there'll be that. Like even with the, with my work now, it's not, it's never been a quick fix. Mm. It's always been, it's been difficult at times. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like with work and being away or it might not be work. I mean, I'm pretty lucky at the minute that I'm working for quite a lot of people. Mm. So there's always work there at the minute, but that could just go like that. You so know what true. I mean? Because there's no security and security. There's <laughs> one of the big sayings, but. But you put a grab on it. As soon as you put a grab on it and yeah. you go, oh, that, I want that, I can't lose that. Exactly. You, it starts to fall. It starts to fall. So you, that's the complacency as well, mate. So I'm just like, right, I'm, it, I'm good at the minute. But it could get bad, you know mm. what I mean. Then we just deal with it through that. I try to, I, mean? I, I try to relate that though, mate, to like rugby. You yeah. know when you'd get ahead on a team and start winning, yeah, and then you yeah. start stop attacking yeah. because you tried to, to hold them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they start scoring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Again, after <laughs> on my side, mate. But um, no, mate, you're right. Like this is what I mean. You could have four or five mm. decent games, and then there'd be that game where it's just like I've had it before, mate. Four or five or it might have been a bunch of games where I played really well. We play that bad as a team or I play bad as an individual. I'm out of the team. You know mm. what I mean? It's that kind of cutthroat. But then what do I do? Do I sulk? Do I just, yeah, go, yeah, it's because I'm because I'm not earning it. I don't know. It could be anything. Mm. Do you just play in your mind? But yeah. just keep going. Like, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's you know, everything's going to be easy. No. It is difficult, mate. It is difficult. Life's difficult and it gets in the way. But, 
Yeah, you just got it's just in that enjoyment in what you're doing, mate. I think massively. So true. If we went moved it forward now to yeah. end of your career, so you're only young, man. Well, 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 well I'm telling that because I'm I'm, yeah, I'm trying I'm to say man. I forgot my age the other day, man. I thought I was 33. I'm really not. I'm 34. <laughs> and I was like to my sister, I was like, no, I'm 33. She was like, no, you're not. You're 35 this year. I was like. Fuck, I am, man. <laughs> I forgot, me. So, no, I mean, I retired at 27. That's young. 27 is young, yeah. What, what yeah. On, like, you had it was my It was my grounds, because I did, I was injured most of the season. So I'd just come back from a shoulder reconstruction. I had bad backs, bad, and, uh, bad back, bad hamstrings. And I broke my leg my last ever game. So, I, you know what, I did all my close protection license in the year before. Cool. And I was ready. I was ready halfway through the year. I spoke to with Tony Smith. He come back and um, I said, I'm retiring, mate. I've had enough. I've had enough of the politics kind of thing within the rugby. Yeah. You're getting injured. And I just wasn't happy, mate. And I was the happiest person at training. Like, mm. I loved training, fitness, rugby, gym. Loved yeah, it. You- but I was just like, got to that point where it was all fake. Like, I was getting into the change and into the gym. And I'm like, I do not want to be here at all. Mm. Um, and I just, I was just like, I need to, to change. I need something to change. And it was work that I needed mm. to change because my personal life wasn't good. And then that just made me professionalize even worse. So there was no happy, happy zone barely for me. So I just made the, I spoke to my parents. They were like, whatever makes you happy. I was just like, I'm retiring and going to Iraq. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Know? So I retired in October. Was it October, September, October? And by November, I was in Iraq straight mm. away. So there was, I hit the ground running on that, mate. Wow. Is there, isn't it interesting that whenever you go, whenever we go through like some form of hard times or, um, well, I wouldn't say rock bottom moments because yeah. I'm not saying that's your rock bottom moment, but more that's where you have your biggest change or growth. Yeah. Like you're like, fuck it. Yeah. Chips are in now. I'm changing. Massively. And I could have stayed in Super League and everything. I had a few offers and that. And I, and I met with a few clubs and I was just said to them, I said, I don't want to waste your time, but I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm going to retire. I'm actually going to retire. And it was just like, well, if you have a second chance, yeah. you, you know what I mean? You know where we are, which was nice to have that option. But I just I just fell out of love with rugby, mate. I really did. I fell out of love with the training. Um, and you get to that point in your career yeah. and people move past it sometimes and then find that love again. Yeah. But I just couldn't. I just got from like, there was a last, probably my last year at Bradford where I wasn't really enjoying it. Um, put my body on the line, was playing, you know, with a, needed a shoulder recon it was dislocating every freaking game getting jabbed and getting all the jabbed time. all the time and it was just like oh, jesus christ like um i'm not far off done here mate to be honest yeah were you driving as well from warrington over to yeah yeah, well, yeah i mean i'm never leaving warrington mate. <laughs> <laughs> i'm never leaving wa2 mate ever do you um, know th- those those hour drives whatever yeah, though, you know in your yeah. car i reckon yeah. the times you suck yeah but we good times though mate so Them i had drives. character benny benny evans was yeah. in the uh in the car we had some good players like chef walker platter nice. um we had some decent people like travel with me so i didn't mind it to be honest mm. the only time was when obviously when the m60 and the m62 would just shut down yeah take six hours to get on and yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> i don't need this <laughs> i don't need this so like me that into that, m, that oh, m62 mate. whatever it is it's fucking ridiculous mate some, there's some days where we couldn't even have got to training mate Really? It's ridiculous. Just tell yeah. the turning around. I'm not making it tonight. We said that a few times. But they're like, <laughs> Road's right, fine, then. mate. Yeah, yeah. Road's fine. I've seen <laughs> yeah. it. I'm like, fucking, you come here then. It's not. Um, but no, mate. Yeah, it was just, um, 
I just fell out of love with it, mate. Like yeah. same going back to it. And I knew I needed a change massively. Um and I did. I just went, yeah, you know what? I'm enjoy I enjoyed the aspects of close protection. I enjoyed the training. Yeah, loved yeah. it. Did a couple of jobs while I was playing down in London. Um and then just went all in. Went all, all in. in, mate. I knew a guy. <coughs> so this was, was before Iraq now or not? Yeah, yeah. So I I did my training. So I signed for Warrington. Yeah, yeah. I'm not amazing money. But they, they give me educational money. Cool. So I had that in my contract. I had about five grand educational. Nice. I spent every penny within the start of the season, mate. So I, I did my close protection license in 2015, 2016, cool. I think it was. And in Manchester. And yeah, I was just doing the odd bits with, with the company that I work for now. And yeah, mate, I enjoyed it. And I was mm. like, you know what? I can I can do this very well. I think I can do it very, very well. And there was... Um, person that we knew at, um, at Bradford who uh, his fella was basically the country manager for a company in Iraq wow so I went to go meet him and he said yeah mate job's there if you want it so I was just like all right let wow. me have a think and I just went yeah all right I'm done get me out there so wow. that was it just literally was like yeah told Tony Smith I'm retiring and yeah that was it mate so how long was the transition from retiring to going? Um, uh, two months. Really? Two months, mate, yeah. So you didn't have, have much time to no. process retirement as such? <coughs> I'd thought, I, mean, I retired probably halfway Mentally, through the year. Yeah. yeah. So I retired halfway through the year, mate, and it was more um, just getting my... Because the, the, the club said, oh, we're releasing you. And I was like, well, you're not. I've already said I'm retiring. I'm t- yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? So I fa- that annoyed me. And I'm like, because they rang me, I was doing me a first response emergency care course to um, to upgrade my medical calls. Yeah, yeah. And they rang me and said, oh, we're just putting, just to let you know, we're putting a statement out saying that we're releasing you. I was like, are you not though? I'm retiring. Yeah. So that annoyed me. So I just did uh, my own, I said, I'm, I'm done with the game kind of thing. Um, the weird that is, considering how you've been like, you know, a grassroots player. Yeah, I know. I, system. Yeah, I don't know to this day, mate. I mean, I love Warrington, mate. We'll yeah. always have it in my heart forever. You know what I mean? I've got the, the heritage number tattooed on me. Nice. You know what I mean? It's, it's It's been a massive part of my life, a massive part of my career and family life as well. So, um, they'll always be in my heart, mate, massively. But it was just that, yeah. I just fell out of it, mate. Cool. I just couldn't do it anymore. It's fair, man. And then, like you said, it's about, it's no point kick, um, you know, complaining over some spilt milk, as yeah. they say. Oh, mate, yeah, I'm, I'm fussed now. It's there's no hard, uh, yeah. you know, because I've done some work with Warrington, uh, cool. with uh, my security uh, security company, we've done some some bits with them as well, mate. So, um, yes, mate, we still get, I still speak to a couple cool. of lads, still speak to Fitzy every now and then. Cool. So, yeah, mate, it's there's, there's awesome. no hardship there, mate. Well, you're doing a lot of good things now, like you know, we we're speaking off here about the, the business where you're basically, yeah. let me get it right, your Vanquish group. Big vanquish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vanquish, Looking at yeah. Other, other players, you know, they yeah. don't go through your process. But I want to go actually to Iraq first. Okay. Yeah, Let's yeah. talk about that journey. So that was, yeah, so <clears throat> there was a lot of paperwork to do beforehand. A lot of scary paperwork to do beforehand. Just like, if we get kidnapped, do you have any distinguished marks? Do you have this? Do you have that? So obviously, if, if we do get kidnapped or anything like that, then they know what to go for, mm. basically, because they'll ask you questions. Um, and there was a lot of vetting going on. There was a lot of vetting that was done. And yeah, mate, as soon as the green light was there, got my flights in. What do we need? What kit do we need? And I was on the flight, mate. So the flights were from Manchester, Istanbul, Istanbul, Baghdad. Mm. And the trip, mate, that was fine. From Istanbul, fine. 
no problems whatsoever. As soon as I got on that bike, that's like me, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Why am I here? Like, I was, uh. mate, but the adrenaline, like, as soon as I landed, I had to get my visa, then I had to wait for guys yeah. to come and pick you up. It's not like, you, you know, you go outside to get a taxi. No. Um, not, <laughs> it's nothing like that. Yeah. But yeah, I went to our headquarters in Baghdad, from Baghdad to one of our camps, mate, and it yeah. was just, and it was just, yeah, so so surreal the first couple of days being there, mate. It was it was madness, mate. Because you can do as much training as you want, but you won't get that on-site yeah. training. Well, we you? used to train all the time. Again, that, that whole rugby aspect was still there yeah. of, we don't, you know, you, you still got to train. You still got to work on your uh, your medical um, evac drills or your cross-decking or your weapon handling drills or even like some of your, um, your Arabic as well, mate. I used to like try and wow. learn a little bit of their... Because we're in their country, mate. You know what mm. I mean? So, like, I tried to learn just the odd phrase, mate. Yeah. The odd phrase every now and then. Um, so we were always training, mate. And I liked that. And we were always training our bodies as well, mate, which yeah. was even better. Um, but, yeah, mate, as soon as I got into camp, mate, the, the lads, again, I had a little bit of military experience, not a lot. Um, and they obviously got got wind of, obviously, there's a, a civilian coming on contracts. But so I had to prove, it was like being back in rugby again, yeah. of proving myself proving that yourself. I'm not here for a payday, mate. I'm not here just to collect a check. I'm here to, I love this job. I'm making sure that you get home and I get home safe. That's literally my job. And I want to do that very, very well. And with a couple of days, mate, they, they were fine. Everybody was fine knowing that I was yeah. a decent, hopefully a decent bloke, what they thought. And even the clients, mate, they was just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for a payday, mate, or anything like that. And it wasn't, you know, it's was okay, but it was like, mm. um, I just wanted to make sure. Again, when you're in that team, yeah, like in the rugby element, it's like, do I need, I need to prove myself within this team? Yeah. As soon as you do that, it's like, oh yeah, welcome. Well, you yeah, they, I mean? you're accepted. You're now. accepted. So, but it was fine after that, mate. Did all my weapon and I did um, some training when I got there. Uh, some cross decking, just basically evacuation of a client or principal, mm. uh, weapon handling tests, um, and that was it, mate. I was on the on the ground the next day. Wow, man! <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's unbelievable. It was mad, but I enjoyed it, mate. I yeah. did, I did. I really enjoyed it with the bomb disposal experts that we that we were looking after. We were going, we were making a difference, which was good. It was an American task order, uh, task order tense. So it was an, a, a government contract that we were on. And we, we were taking the clients out to uh, places of interest, factories, mm. um, low-cost housing and things like that to get rid of these, you know, imp imp improvised devices, mate, that wow. ISIS put in. What, what was that feeling for you? Like, you know where your, where your adrenaline yeah. is on always? Yeah. Is it? Does it feel like... like mate, yeah, that's it, mate. First day, like, you've got flags everywhere, where to step, where to go and everything like that. And then you've got clients bringing stuff that they've already got out from the ground and things like that going... Yeah, well, this will mess your day up a little bit. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> like, and it's like every, the first day, mate, I was, we only worked for like four or five hours a day. And because um, obviously the climate and things like that, and the summer, mate, it's ridiculous. It's like yeah. 53, 54 degrees. And I didn't want to step anywhere, mate. I didn't want to get out of the car. No the vehicle, way, yeah. mate. I was just like, but everyone else was like, yeah, yeah, come on, there we go. And I was just like, right, okay, let's go. And I remember getting back into camp that night and because of that adrenaline rush and how assertive I've had to be and just trying to improve and all things always on my mind, I slept for like 15 hours. Really? 15 hours, mate. I got up the next day fully clothed, just lay on bed and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> mate, I've never had an adrenaline dump like it, mate. Really? <laughs> yeah. No it was way. mad, but... Mentally exhausted. Mentally, then. mate, just for four or five hours, mate. 
But I think that was just me going straight into the deep end as yeah. well, mate. So, but I enjoyed it, mate. And I was there, what, for just over two years. I loved it, mate. I absolutely loved it. That's unbelievable. Just A, come from your journey of where you've been is not the normal route. No, no. And then to well, yeah. do all that. But then I know there's so many concepts in between the two. Yeah. It's still like... I know there's like a you know 100 kilo 120 kilo runner guy yeah. running at you yeah, but when yeah. you've got potential bombs well, and, yeah and you know well, you're it. you're there as well as a bomb squad you know, yeah your, your mindset is like well, that's it's, it yeah. it's not a broken arm it's a well, bit worse than a broken well, this arm is this is what time. I thought like again when when the war happened and stuff and you're watching it on TV you're literally giving it a glance and that's you done yeah when you're actually there and you're like you're going these are not just the gang, these the, the ISIS, are they? They're not just messing about. They're there to mess your day up. Yeah. So some of the stuff that we've seen and what they put into place and things like that, I'm like, these are clued up, these. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was, it was when we seen, there was a thing called a crush wire. And it's just basically like two, two like little pressure pads, this, that, and the other, and then it'll connect it to a battery, connect it to homemade explosives. Mm. Now you put that into the sand, you're not seeing it. There's not a chance. We had metal detectors yeah. and all that things, but... If you didn't pick it up, mate, that's 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 again you done. Mm. That's you done, mate. So that was interesting. The first day, it's like, yeah, don't just, yeah, that's fine, but just stay within. But we were safe enough. Like he's saying all this, like we had a lot of intel. Yeah, we had a lot of things that you know. Every single day, we had new intel of maybe a suicide bomber, maybe this, maybe that, and we had intel every single day. Wow. So we'd put our um, planning preparation into effect by by route changes or do we need another vehicle? Do we need this? Do we need that? And it. We were, we, were, we were always pretty much safe. You know mm. what I mean? As safe as we could be in a hostile environment anyway. Yeah. So, um, but I loved it, mate. I absolutely loved it. So do you think you get, like, there's other things, like, you must have a lot of attention to detail. Like, yeah, I, I understand sports and everything, but yeah. that's something instilled in you as well, attention to detail, because you're yeah. one step away from... Yeah, um, I suppose, yeah. But I've, I've said this to guys in the past and, and things. I've taken that rugby mentality towards mm. this as well, mate. So the attention to detail could be you looking at an opposition player, looking yeah. at their threats, looking at their weaknesses. What are they good at? Do they slip up, step off the left foot, right foot? Are they weak on the left shoulder, right shoulder? So you're already planning and preparation into you know, mm. being opposite that player. And ours is the same. So it's uh, what route do we need to pick? You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Where do we need to go from here? Where's, our, where's the nearest egress from here? You know what I mean? So we're trying to put all these little tiny things that people don't see in 80 minutes, mm. you know, on a rugby league pitch into that, uh, into that mission, into that operation that we do. Yeah. Um, so I've tried to put in, try to have that mentality of, you know, people don't see what you do uh, behind closed doors with that weak jaw into a game. They don't see it. They only see you for 80 minutes yeah. and they, they critique you on that. You know what I mean? So we need to make sure the planning preparation before we go out in any mission, whether it's a, a hostile, executive, technical surveillance, any kind of surveillance, we just need to make sure that our fine details um, are, are good just in case we need a contingency plan or anything goes wrong, mate. You wow. know what I mean? So I don't think that mentality has ever changed from being a young kid until the finish of, finish of my rugby career into this now. It's just like, it's just a different kind of concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a bit. It's yeah. impressive, man. So when you come back, Matty, from, yeah. from that, um, from Iraq, yeah. what's the feeling like when you just touch down again and see family, seeing, seeing the... It was, the uh, yeah, that's because that's we do, the rotation we do is like uh, eight weeks on, three weeks off, or three and a half weeks. Mm. And the first time I come back, I was like, oh my God, 
everything's gonna change. It's amazing. Mm. Like I'm gonna see people and this that never. Nothing changes. Yeah, nothing <laughs> changes. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see family and friends and stuff like that, but everybody's doing the same stuff, kind of thing. And, yeah, and I thought yeah. everybody'd be different, but it's, it's it just wasn't. But I used to when we used to get back. Um, I just used to just go on holiday, just nice. let just relax, go on holiday, or just you know be with the lads, go on the piss, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, and do things that, because we can't drink over there, we don't drink, um, I'm literally just training, working, training, working, so it's nice to get that three weeks off where I can book a holiday, mm. I can go away, you know, I've never had that, you know, yeah. being rugby mate, you'd literally wait till October, and then that's it, but yeah. with with the job now, it's just like, yeah, you can go away whenever one, which is nice. Plus. But it was, the the difficult time was, when we come up, when we been, uh, I got back November, 2019 mm. the i didn't like being at home like um we had i lost a client when, when i was over there one of me he was with another he went to a different company and he was literally one of my best mates over there and we trained together it was we called him the house bear mate he was massive really he was ridiculous mate and he was a good lad american bloke and he went over to another <coughs> another uh company and again the ISIS, obviously being ISIS and things like that, they put a booby trap under underneath an explosive. Um, yeah, and that was him, mate. Lost that was him. Yeah, so I was with him for like a year and a half every single day. Yeah, gym together, wow. food together, and and I got the phone call whilst I was uh, whilst I was on leave saying, yeah, Brandon's just been killed. So I was just like, fuck me. Mm. I I knew in my head a little bit that I might have to deal with that deal with that kind of loss of a person or anything like that we had a, a couple of people that got killed and things like that like um just like the local nationals as well that we used car crashes i mean there was a lot of that, that over there and um and just you know a few close calls but nothing you know nothing um, major yeah um but yeah that brand when when brandon got it would that destroyed me mate it absolutely destroyed me um and then coming back through covid where people were complaining about, oh, I can't go Nando's this week, can't do this, can't do that. Yeah, it wow. destroyed me. And I just, I, seg I segregated myself away from people like that. Mm. And I hated it, mate, because I was just like, you have fucking no idea yeah. at all. These people are, you know, where we were, we're happy to get a crate of water, mate. And you can't go Nando's on a Wednesday night. Yeah, <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that might be, mate, I still, I do it now as a person because it's first world problems, mate. You it is 100%, I mean? man. You know what I mean? It's like, I do it today. Like, mm. oh, fucking hell, don't take a card machine at cost anymore. I've got to go and get some cash, cash out, for God's yeah. sake. You know what I mean? It's little simple yeah. shitty things like that. And I'm like, coming back from Iraq, still in that kind of mentality, I just hated being around people. Mm. I really did. So that, for me, that transition back into mate, civilian life kind of thing, um, was it was difficult for yeah. a couple of months, mate? Especially because we were going into COVID and things like that. It was just like, but I understand through COVID because we don't go through any of this no. as a, as a as a as a nation, mate. You know what I mean? Like going mad about the government, this that, and the other. I'm like, you are, we live in a fucking good country, mate. Super good. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah, yeah. always complaining about the yeah monarchy and the fucking the, the government. I'm like, you could you live a decent life unfortunately yeah. it's like i know me saying this is like well what about inflation what about percent it's shit yeah but do you have to worry about going outside your house where there's bombs and shit like that no we don't so for me when i got back that was the hardest time not coming back from leave but literally for that permanent time of not going back yeah um i, I just couldn't get my head around it for some reason and it took me a while it took me a while to just to get used to back to to being back at home 
Well, I, I bet because you've just come from such an extreme life, and then coming yeah. back, and then you hear petty com. It totally makes sense. Yeah, it does. Did yeah. It, was it hard, to, like, um, confining someone? Because it's like when army people get that PTSD yeah, yeah, yeah. struggle, right? Yeah, yeah. If they go to someone who's never a civvy, as they yeah. call it. Yeah. They, they don't understand we can't comprehend but, but that's maybe it. speaking to someone hel- else about yeah. it yeah. and like obviously a guy that you spent like a year or so yeah. with every hey, day that, it, was, it was tough like I've lost like granddad just a couple of days yeah. and that's family like that'll always hurt but this one hit differently I think it's because I was again with them all the time and then, and then obviously the circumstance of how it happened mm. and I wasn't there you know what I mean and it was just like I had to go back to work and things like that and I'm just like it's not there now never gonna see him again I was literally speaking to him on Facebook and shit like that and it's just like just because of that slight or whatever happened and then that's it he's done mm. I've, everything's fine now you know we celebrate I've got like a band of not I sit me misses at the minute but um we celebrate his life and I, you know what I mean it's it's fine but initially and you know in the back end you, you go into a hostile environment you're kind of like preempting like you might have to go through this yeah. kind of um you know um this whatever it was it was it wasn't good you know what does I mean? it does it question your your path um in what way like that could have been me. Um, go, do I oh, want yeah, to do I think, yeah, a little bit, mate. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we're never really that close to the explosives. Mm. I mean, we the, there is times where we've gone, what is that over there? And you're like, oh, right, we've not been that far. Not even like that. You know what I mean? So we've got a fucking hell, Jesus Christ, right? So, but, yeah, yeah, there's a few times where it's just like, right, okay, this needs to... Because we've had... When we've been there, we, I mean, the whole politics between Iran mm. and America, we were getting... Um, you know, there was times where we were on camp, we couldn't leave. We couldn't leave camp, and it was just like, right, we're targeting this, we're targeting that. Mm. We've, you know, these rockets aimed at you, this, that, and the other, and it was just like, oh, for fuck's sake... <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> and I was literally, it was like, I'm flying in two weeks. Can we, you know what I mean? Can you hurry up? For God's sake, Trump, for God's sake. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was, yeah, we had a, a few little uh, moments like that, but it was just normal. Yeah, I know wow. it sounds silly that, but it was just, it could have happened. Yeah. It couldn't have happened. So um, you put yourself into that. And I say that, and I've kind of got this within the rugby, rugby element of it is like, with all the head injuries and things like that, that's going on. We sign on the dotted line. We put ourselves into that kind of. Yeah. Um, we might. It might be our first game. It could be our last. Mm-hmm. And I do understand the old. You know, I've never had a migraine. I've never had anything. So mm. I feel like we should be looked after after rugby league, hundred billion percent. But whilst we're playing, all bets are off, mate. I mean, we've all been to a tackle where we wanted to hurt them. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's and these people come in, and I'm not, I'm not slagging anybody off or anything like that. But we've. Every person that has probably come out to rugby league now and said about the head injuries yeah. and that has gone into a tackle to hurt somebody mm. and vice versa. And I, I can't imagine what they're going through on a day-to-day basis. So they need the help after. But for me, the brutality of the sport is the brutality of the sport. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I'm sitting on the fence or just, oh, that's just the way I feel. With the military, you know, you sign that dotted line, line. You're there, you, you could go to Afghan, you could yeah. go to Iraq, you could, you know what I mean? It's like... I'm getting shot at it. I don't remember signing up for this. But yeah. you, you have done. You did. So. It's one of those though, right? Because 
even though you signed up to that moment then is yeah. it financially enough that you're set for life because yeah, if exactly. it's not 100% then that's the the issue yeah. because if some of these guys who have got these issues now are yeah. then not Massive. in a frame of mind to, to, to work again yeah. well that's it I mean like with Stevie Ward and things like yeah, that like yeah. he's a, what a bloke unbelievable um, and uh, you know I, I think I think great um, James Green said it on his podcast about the, the help that we should get after rugby league regardless of how many years you've paid if you have had so many head knocks I mean lucky for me I've only been concussed like a handful of times and never really I don't think I've had any any yeah. you know, any backlash from it which is, yeah. which is lucky but you see players like I remember like Kev Brown even like Gaz O'Brien now mate, he gets knocked out every week yeah. you know what I mean you know what I mean but like, it's, it's like people like saying well um, I'm suing the sport because of this I'm like you signed on the dotted line. Yeah, yeah. You've gone into that war zone, mate, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and that might be a bit, you know, that might... <laughs> yeah, I get it. A bit, it. Of, I a, get it. Yeah, a bit yeah. of a sticky situation, me saying that, but it is, mate. We grew up watching these players not 10 bells a shit out of each other. You want to do that. Go and do And I want to do it. So we signed on the dotted line, mate, and we go into this... We want to hurt the people. Are we Not to that extent of career injury, mm. injuries, but I think concussion is a massive thing, but I think it should be done... On my, I'm, I'm just from my... I get it. You know yeah, what I mean? 100%. Just, and it's like, we should be looked after after rugby league massively. Yeah. Medically, medical-wise. Um, mm. Whilst we're playing, mate, all bets are off for me. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I agree with you. Need. You've committed to the thing. Yeah. Like you're saying, as long as these guys are looked after out, after yeah, the massive sport. Massive. Massive. Same military, it, mate. You yeah. Get your pension, you get looked after, you get medical discharge if you need to. So they've they've put everything in for the country. Yeah. But they still get looked after. We As soon as we're done, we're done. That's it. Yeah, yeah. We're a heritage number. We're a bod. That's it. We're done, mate. There's no. There's literally thanks for your service. All the best. That's it. In rugby league, in you rugby mean? league, mate. But that's the thing, right? I just, like, I had this chat the other day with Elijah Taylor. Like, we are not doing enough, not f- to create money. Like, we talk about yeah. what, where the sport is. Yeah. Like, to watch the Super League now, you yeah. you have to watch it. But then, for instance, if you don't miss the game, you have to wait like a day or two to find the highlights. I know, mate. They should be bang, bang, like, mate. Yeah. Next uh, top tries of this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Massive. we need some youngsters who yeah. have got some creative mindset in there, hyping this up. D- the don't games. get bloody old Keith, who's done seven years of photography, <laughs> just getting those corner shots. Yeah, get some exactly, of this pumping it 100%. up that goes. Make it become like a bit of um, like. Uh, and and not anime, but just like that. It needs difference, mate. Difference, it needs yeah. some difference in the sport because it's not good. Yeah. It's I mean, even watching it, I mean, there's probably times where you've just gone, How the fuck is that a penalty? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. annoys me. And I'm just like, oh yellow card. I mean, there's players now, there's about fifteen players that are on like to get bans and like for yeah. what? For what exactly? You know what I mean? Like it's I think the brutality of the sport's gone way down. Yeah. And I understand I understand the reason why, but for me, it's it's just not good to watch anymore. Mm. In that aspect, I mean, there's a few games I've watched. I've gone, Jesus, this is a good game. Mm. But there's a few of them I've just gone, oh, was shy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Talk about Wakefield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, but they're struggling, that. aren't they? They're, they're struggling, struggling mate. Man. Yeah, they're struggling. Yeah, they'll be gone, mate. I think. I think when they go them. though, if they go, I they're think gone. they're going, going. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. just. They're not they're coming like, back up. That's it. I think they're going to be like. Bradford kind of thing. Yeah. Once they've done, they're done. But I think Bradford, you know, they're going Decent. better. I loved playing at Bradford, mate. Mm. That was literally the best four years of my career. Really? Massively, mate. It was a big family club. Yeah. We were all at that kind of, um, when I first started, when I first went there, we were all at that kind of position where we were good players, but we could have been better. Mm. So that'd be like Luke Gale, Bateman, Whitehead, yeah. Scroots, um, 
we had amazing players. Well, and then, man. that's what it means. So they all kicked on. You know, they, <laughs> they all kicked on. I was just like, oh, I'll stay here. <laughs> but we went for administration. It was tough because yeah. they lost. It was probably good for them that we went into administration. Like Gailey left, Bateman left, Whitehead left, yeah, yeah. Scrooge left. There was a Jazz Summit, people like that. Um, but they all kicked on me and they was, hey, look at them now, mate. Like Gayla, yeah. Gayla's done amazing his career. Bateman's ridiculous. Whitehead's fucking ridiculous. The yeah. superstars, mate. You know what I mean? So Whitehead kicked on so much, man. He was freakish, mate. He was he was another one of them. Like wasn't a bad trainer, but like, I think because he was a Bradford lad, it was like yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. I'm easier. And mate, playing alongside of him was class, mate. It was so good, mm. such a good. And then Bateman, I remember because I didn't, I'd never really watched him or anything like that. But I remember that we had, did like a tackling drill or something like that. And I thought, man's only 19, mate. I'm running a past him. He's a, mate, nearly brought me ribs. And yeah. I just went, fucking this man's made a steal. Yeah. He's got that monster. Oh, yeah, has any, mate. He's freakish, mate. We're the he same. Me and him are the same age. And we came, like, we play against him in Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even we had a, in school, we played yeah. school against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, I don't know what his background is. It's just, I don't know, mate. Has he been brought up on dog food? I have no idea. <laughs> but he's just a... I don't know. He because he's not big, No, lad. mate, but this, the look, his frame, his frame, his, ta- his frame is just like tiny. Mm. So when he was playing, like, but he was skittling people, knocking people, and I was just like, this kid's special, mm. massively. So it was a good, I'm glad he left, to be honest, yeah, to get out of that Bradford mentality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's kicked on massively, and he's earning more than the God knows how much now. <laughs> more than most clubs. Fucking hell, yeah. He's, he's earning more than most. But good on him, mate. He's, said yeah. it, he's come out and said it, though, and said, like, yeah, mate, I'm here to make money. Yeah, it's yeah. not a long career. Yeah, play to that's your mentality, then go for it, He's owning it. Exactly, mate. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, we've gone back into rugby then, haven't Yeah, we? <laughs> we get lost then. It's just easy, isn't it? It's easy. I love it, though, mate. It is good. It's, it's a massive part of our lives as well. Well, you that's, know? yeah. Definitely, mate. A big part since we were what, kids, since mm. you're kids, and it's still a big part of my life now. Like, it's, um, I still watch it, I still, yeah. you know, support Warrington massively. Um, big, big, you know, big part of my life, mate. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's still nice to go back into that rugby mentality kind yeah. of thing, which is nice. I, I like it, mate. I don't really speak that much because I don't really no. I speak to, I speak to a couple of lads every now and then go for feed or something, but, um, yeah, I don't really speak about rugby that much anymore, which is nice too every now and then. Yeah. I, I like, to be fair, I like like having the chat now and then and then I like to switch off from it. Yeah. I think I feel recharged. Like, yeah. Um, because some people are so invested in it, like it's their life. Yeah, but yeah. when it goes, and then that's fucking it. Yeah, lost, yeah, you know? Bad, isn't it? Yeah. So it's kind of fine making sure that, you know, you, you that's not us, that yeah. doesn't define us, that's a yeah. part of us. it's just a part of us. Yeah. And, it, and it's mad because it's like... You don't get a degree playing rugby league. You know what I mean? There's no qualification. So once you're done, you're done. You need yeah. to go and find something else. Um, there should be. There should, yeah. I mean, there should be some kind of like, yeah. It's good on your CV. It's, I mean, for me, doing what I'm doing to be in that professional outfit yeah. uh, for so long um, was good. was really, really good. But again, doing what I'm doing, I needed a little bit more, obviously. Mm. And then that comes with experience again. Yeah. Um, and learn by doing, mate. 100%. Yeah. So now we're moving forward now to, to Vanquish. Mm. Yeah, it is called Vanquish. Vanquish, Vanquish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So explain a little bit about that because obviously you've gone <coughs> down this route and yeah. now you're upskilling in particular yeah. sports players as well, rugby well, players a lot. That's it. So we start. So I was, I've always worked for Vanquish since um, I did my qualification with them. And I said to him, I said, I want to teach this course one day. And what was it, about three years later, I did end up teaching for two years um, and getting all my, um, my teaching calls. And things like that. And I loved it, mate. I loved like the, the whole teaching aspect. 
Um, and yeah, so I've been working on the academy with them. Nice. But I also work the operational side as well. So it'd be with clients, regardless if it's surveillance. So we have within the Vanquish group, we have two training academies. We have mm. uh, close protection, obviously security services, technical surveillance, countermeasures, which is all the bug sweeping a- a aspect of basically like a third arm of, of what we do as um, a CPOs, close protection officers. Um, and surveillance as well as so like investigational sides. So, but we only recruit within and they only do our work basically. So, yeah, okay. That's so good. we don't do any, no other third party comes and does our work cool. basically, which is good, which is really good. Shows that continuity within what, what we're training in. Mm. They've all trained the same. I've trained the same, exactly what I've done with them. Obviously a few tweaks um, along the way with uh, licensing and um, the basically the how the SIA basically want us to do do things as well but pretty much all the same mate. it's all wow. the same so I've been working with them so we, yeah, we, we try to there was we try to work closely with rugby league cares who've been amazing with us the last couple of years trying to get because I, I believe the transitional skills that we we develop as as rugby league players or professional sportsmen or women or anything it contrasts into into what I'm doing today like sacrifice professionalism um you know your planning preparation um i think we do that quite a lot we've always done that so it trans it transferred pretty well for me and it wasn't that difficult Mm. i'm trying to get people that wanted to do this kind of work just get into a course mate like it's brutal for you like honestly like i thought i was just going to be standing next to somebody for three weeks yeah yeah but it's not mate there's so much that goes into it law and legislation like again planning preparation working as a cpo conflict management um, physical intervention there's quite a lot that goes into it and it's I was drained after the three weeks and I was done yeah, wow. but again once I've got my badge all I need to do is renew it and top up training that's cool. it so we're just trying to get there's a couple of players this year that have reached out to me that saying I really want to do a course and think about my future and I'm like we'll, we'll do a course in October and then the off cool. season that's not a problem smart that is because obviously it's off season yeah yeah so I, I mean there's a couple of guys that are interested and they said well we'll, get, we'll do a course really that's yeah. not a problem we can set a course we don't need a four days notice done so I've said we'll, we'll do a course and Rugby League Cares are helping with that uh, with certain players and again I'm helping it personally as well because I get commission smart um, <laughs> but the commission I get is going back into their funding. Oh, so, so I'm not earning a penny. Okay. <laughs> Just being a good. Just bloke. a few coffees, mate. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not earning a penny on the commission. So everything that I earn on the commission side goes back into their into their course, mate. Amazing. So open and then in the bigger picture, there's consistency in this. Well, consistency for them, mate. Yeah, like more. it's there's a lot of work without there. Like I'm predominantly now working for a footballer. Um, pretty much for the past four four months, five months. But then I can dip into the tours that I've said before. So I'm, I'm touring next month with an artist for three weeks. Mm. I'm also with a client from America who's coming down to London for two weeks. Cool. Uh, so I'm away for a month solid uh, and then back in with a footballer and then back in with uh, my other company, which is Optimum as well, Optimum, Optimum yeah. Security. Cool. So just um, explain with that though, like... So when you talk about the footballers, talk about the artists yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. you know, I've seen a couple of photos. I don't know if we're allowed to mention. No, no. Any. So they're all right. Like I, 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 that was Meeks, was it? That was Meeks. Stormzy yeah. one. Stormzy, yeah. Bro, what was that like? Good, amazing. So I work. So I work with obviously Simon Moran of all people, mm-hmm. SGM concerts, and they wanted basically when I got back from Iraq, it was they needed like that kind of uh, security uh, observe ob- observations and liaising mm-hmm. with artists, production. Uh, the CPOs and things like that, just cool. get everything overlooked. And it was more the urban shows, high-risk shows, basically, which is um, 
not really high risk. It's just the genre of music mm. that people, venues are scared about. Me. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's talking about this. We need to heighten everything. And it's like, if you meet these people, they're just normal people that just grew up with this kind of music. But yeah, yeah. that's another another <laughs> uh, avenue. Um, but yes, mate, so I've worked with quite a number of amazing artists, mate. And um, it's just good to be around. Like the whole production, I work a lot on the production side as well, just wow. to learn... Um, just learn off the guys as well, mate. A lot from the promoters and the reps and things. Right. And then nighttime is game day is where we're like where we're literally gone. But I've met so many decent blokes on this as well that I've networked with. Smart. That I've worked with like with Meeks. There's a there's a company that I work in and out of um, doing the touring, and he's like, yeah, I want you on this, I want you on that, Smart, and it's yeah. and it's good, mate. And they and they trust me, and they, yeah. they like me, and it's like it's good. And like Meeks is like he, he was. He listens because he's he's up and coming. He's gonna be massive. Yeah, yeah. But he listens, mate, and that's yeah. and that's really rare. <laughs> yeah, because they. Yeah, yeah. Because you well from the outside in, you think no yeah. one tells him what to do. No, mate. No, mate. He's, he's a good mate. Sound lad. I won't say too much, but he's he, he listens, which that's is good, cool. which is really good, mate. So where's he from? Manchester, mate. Oh, really? Yeah, mate. He's a Manchester lad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, mate. So but I've, yeah, some good numbers, mate. Some good. And then obviously up and coming people yeah. I've worked worked with as well, mate. And um, you know the best thing about you, what I've noticed, Matt, is like as soon as you come in here, man, you've got a mad energy about you. Yeah, good mate, I love doing what I'm doing, mate. But you you're you're great with people. Yeah, like you can tell you are just yeah. like yeah, you can draw. You're yeah. you're, you're extroverted, I'd say. Yeah, massive. Yeah, so yeah. I can yeah. tell. I've man, about eighteen coffees. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> This is like a racehorse. I know, mate. I'm literally like, I'm not having monsters. I have like three or four monsters, mate. And I'm Are you monsters? I don't like those. Only the sugar-free, not, uh, the, not the crazy 18, like 58 grams of sugar <laughs> stuff. I'll be bouncing, mate. Yeah. But Yeah, that, I can just tell that energy and yeah, obviously having that sure. around someone. Yeah. Like, it calms them down. Yeah. No matter what situation, because we, again, it could be high risk, low risk or anything like that, but it calms the person down. Yeah, so yeah. if I'm speaking to the footballer that I'm looking after, he wants answers or he wants to know what's happening or why we're doing this or why we're doing that. I'll literally just be speaking like this, like a normal. But again, like I said before, like yeah. I call him sir or I call him madam. It's the highest formalities until told otherwise. And I've always been like that. Again, we were saying in calling the ref, you don't want to call the ref sir sometimes. Yeah, but, but you do it regardless. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, a big quality of mine is, is just being around people, mate. I'm mm. just uh, listening. Like again, like a, I'll speak to anybody. I'll speak to anybody. I'll sit down and have a chat with anyone because I'd like people's experiences. Nice. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's why I've gone back operational from the teaching because mm. I do like the teaching, but I like being with clients and yeah. principals, mate. I do. I really do. Regardless if it's the technical surveillance stuff. I mean, we've had some really good ones in Dubai. I've had some crazy ones as well in, in this country. Surveillance jobs, they've they've been really good. Mm. You know, um, tracking deployment, vehicle tracking deployment. It's there's loads, mate. Yeah. It's absolutely loads. It's endless, mate, which is good. Isn't it amazing? Like, because of your background, coming like you know, being in rugby league full time environment where every day is pretty much you know your day off. Yeah, you know what you got to do. Everything's yeah. kind of prepped in front of you. Yeah, where the variety of what you're doing now, yeah. like you could be in Dubai one week. Yeah, you could be in London next it's week. Yeah. You could be America. You know it what was, I mean? That's what I mean. Is these. It's ridiculous, mate, because it could it changes all the time. I was supposed to be in, there was a job for Miami for three weeks, and they were uh, my business partner, Michael, was like, "Can you go?" I was like, "Mate, well, I need clearance because I've been to Iraq, 
I need to go as soon as I've put that into the the visa. Mm. Like, come and have a chat. <laughs> so you have to go to London and you're going to have mm. to get a proper visa, and they give you a ten year visa then. But cool. I said I can't go. Or oh, this mar- we're going to Marbella. We're doing loads with Vanquish at the minute, and it's getting because of how where we're marketing it as well. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's always been a big company, mm. but we've we're reinvesting into that kind of cost protection aspect now, where it's been surveillance and technical surveillance mm. stuff as well. But um, yeah, we're getting some good work in. But that's good for the other guys as well. Um, Were you there at the start? No, so it's 10 years, 11 years strong, okay. Vanquish. It's 11 years. So I was there t- from 2016, so I missed about four or five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have a, my own personal client as well. So I have a client that's... And that was one of my goals as um, when I was coming through, was I want my client nice. I want him to come to me saying what he wants, what he needs, and then I'll do it, or another person will do it for them. Mm. And finally, after, what, seven years, I finally got one of my me, me first client um, <clears throat> that I've been working with for the past seven months, eight months. Class. So, yeah, but even Greg, like Greg Worthington, so he's at the ground running. So he's, uh, he's another uh, graduate of the Vanquish Academy. And he's, again, we were saying before, is. He's tipped his toe in, in and out of full-time and kind of part-time, part-time rugby. But he's he's got that mentality of, right, I've got my badge, what what next? And he's yeah. working, me. So he's playing, obviously, at Barrow. Yeah. But he's working for my client as well. I'm doing other bits on the side and getting himself in WhatsApp groups and, and networking as much Smart. as he can. Because he's, he's, he's probably in a better situation than I was, mate. So yeah. How I'm, do you find that time, like... Obviously, the days and work must change, but obviously, if he's training, for instance, Tuesday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, or yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday morning, then do we ju- do you just work around that? Yeah, so clients? I'll just give him availability. So I'll give him what, what the client wants, what client needs, can he do it? Um, and he'll just say, I can do this date, this date, this date, or I can't do any at all. Then it just goes to other people. You know nice. what I mean? That, that's within the company. Um, but he has done quite a lot of work already. Um, cool. And he's learning by the experience as well, mate. You know what I mean? So... Um, some of the jobs are just residential and things like that but um, he's working closely with the company which is good which is I mean I, I don't know when he'll retire but when he does he's already got that platform yeah, which yeah. is good and it doesn't matter if it's close protection or whatever you want to do if, you, if you're starting early then you know what I mean you're going to be mm. kind of successful I, I guess you're doing the right things aren't you so true do you feel pretty good like do you you're in this position now where you kind of just pinch yourself now and then and reflect? I know you're a yeah. go, very much go 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 busy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. even trying to get this podcast sorted. I know, mate. It's been about yeah. We we'll get this thing. <laughs> oh, mate, I can't. I'm off here. I, mean, I, I went. Well, I went over the road now with the Tudors. <laughs> that that hall over there having a coffee with all the Tudors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. You know I, mean? I thought I've messed up here. I don't even know where I'm going. Um, that was on me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, the, like I, I find myself. I'm saying it on behalf of myself. I reflect yeah. on myself because sometimes we get lost with ha- like just pushing the needle pushing the needle working yeah. working and then we go fuck you know we're so critical and yeah. I think that's a sports thing I think I it think is. so mate yeah I think that's just that self the um, when you look at yourself and how you perform and things like yeah. that but um, yeah I have moments where like again I'll just I'll just shut down like I said before it's just like I'll have time off if I need it um, yeah. and I'll just I won't do anything though mate I won't do anything yeah, phone yeah. will be switched off or I won't answer anybody, mate. Yeah. Like, even when I'm on holiday with the missus and that. So, uh, if I'm away, I'm not. I'm not answering anything, cool. mate. I'm done. I'm away. We went to Amsterdam recently, and it was only for a couple of days. We went to watch Chris Brown and that over there, which was immense. And see him dancing on all those girls. Well, the I said, I like, said, don't you? I said, if she goes up, mate, like, <laughs> watch out. I swear to God, I'll be spearing Chris Brown off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> she went, I wouldn't do it anyway. I'm like, bollocks. Yeah. I would. <laughs> 
<laughs> get the first one up there. She'd be like, you. I'd be like, <laughs> Top off everything. Class. Um, <laughs> mate, yeah, no, just, but she, we, we just like time where it's just like, it's just me and her, basically. Yeah. So it's just nice. Mm. It's nice to have that, that home comforts, mate. 100%. You know what I mean? So, um, I think I answered that question, right? Yeah, you did, but that was good. <laughs> Bang on. I feel like we spoke a lot, man. Man, I'm I just like listening. I spoke a lot. I think it's one thing I love about the podcast, you know, is just get such a variety of people and I love talking about people in a similar area from previous to myself and then yeah. seeing where they are now. And I think, you know, like our environment's growing up. So environment, mm. you being a Warrington lad would be Warrington League, you know, yeah. Wolves, Wolves, yeah. Wolves. I wonder if we put you and dropped you somewhere else. Yeah. You would have been the same person, That's, but whatever your environment you brought up yeah. in, right? I know, well, exactly. I think you just adapt to what you're doing. Mm. I think you you just self-adapt, I think, with obviously going from Warrington and things. And again, you've been to Australia, you've mm. done all that kind of aspects. I think, yeah, you just, you learn, don't you? You just mm. literally, you wake up and you do it. Yeah. And I don't I don't know any other way to do it, though, to be honest. Mm. It's just, yeah, you just go for it. You go with it, don't you? Like, yeah, I hate, like, even like the pre-season stuff and things like that, like, Nobody likes preseason, but you do it. Yeah, you just... You know what I mean? That's how <laughs> we res- do it, don't yeah. we? Hate it, but you get through it and the resilience. <laughs> you know like, I think to, uh, I think to myself, oh, you know, being brought up with from, like, obviously I'm from Wales, and yeah. from North England, but it's just like, that was the environment we brought up in. But I just yeah. think, you just, if we were dropped in America, if we were dropped in yeah. Dubai, what would we be doing? And know, if mate. we were the drive be there, uh, um, man, I'm, I'm, like, some people leave, this, leave sports and they get kind of lost, but I'm, yeah. I'm just really... Grateful man, content, yeah, yeah, ha- ha- yeah. content, yeah. and like just like, like optimistic. Yeah, I've seen a few of the podcasts in the past, and, the, and like obviously Messenger. I was like, I want to be on this podcast because oh, it's like that. the mentality of the things that you're saying, and everybody's different kind of thing, and what they go through through rugby league and through the personal yeah. things, and and obviously I've. I've I've seen a couple with like with Flem and yeah, yeah, Dragon yeah. and things like that. Reese and Benny Evans, you know what I mean? It's like I like the podcast because it it's real. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, and it's good, and I enjoy that kind yeah. of aspect because I've I've done podcasts in the past, and it's and I enjoy them. I yeah. actually enjoy them, but I was like, this one could be testing for me because it's yeah. gonna talk a bit more mm. about this about deepness. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't mind that. Yeah. But I don't mind it. It's just like it's just when people put things onto you. And I'm just like, you should again. Yeah, you should. should. And I'm like, fuck off. Fuck that weirdo. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just just go in and ask myself. Even yeah, like yeah, breathing yeah. properly now. I'm not mm. breathing right, apparently. <laughs> I'm like, I've been breathing all right for fucking 34 years. I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah. 33, you thought. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. 33, 33 and 14 months. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is, though? It'd be, um... But, it's, I, but I, I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that's wrong, like yeah. meditation, all that kind of stuff, but it's like, I'm all right at the minute. Mm. So if I need to dip into something different, I will do. Give but it a crack. at the minute, I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see you though, man, like someone subconsciously, you don't even, you're not even aware of the fact that, right, that, so say for instance, you're a chair with four legs. Yeah. You come across me as a person, right, that say for instance, one leg is chopped. Yeah. You've still got three that are holding you down. Yeah. With some <laughs> yeah. people are, have only got one leg yeah. standing. Yeah. So if you hit that, yeah. they lose kind of where they're at. Where yeah. They're, I think, yeah I, yeah, I know what you mean by that. Um, Again, it's still difficult with three legs sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I just think I've just been, and a, a luck is a massive element of what I've, what I've been through as well. Like knowing a country manager in Iraq, mm. would I have gone to Iraq as a as a, as a civilian? Probably not. Um, knowing Essia, knowing Simon Moran, but again, I've I've looked at these, I've, I've looked at that as a positive of going. I'm, I am lucky, but 
I've had to work to where I've got. You know what I mean? I've had to I've had to still keep the job or still keep people that have vouched with me going, yeah, he's actually not a bad bloke yeah, actually. Yeah. So yeah, so I, for me it's I have been lucky. But you get a good lucky in, in rugby though. Yeah. Like when you make your debut or things like yeah. that, or things might go your way or not your way, it's like I just feel like I have been lucky, but I've not been um I don't rely on that. I don't rely on it at all because, again, I've had to work as a rugby league player, you know, I think, not more than most because I wasn't really that, like I said, I wasn't talented. Mm. I was just an athlete. That's it. So I worked at that. So, again, yeah, the third leg thing, it's a good one, that. Yeah, that's you for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's just, uh, uh, you know, some people just, like, just got that, that, that bounce to the step, you know, yeah. excited. I appreciate that. I, that. Yeah. I appreciate that, mate. Yeah, I do. Because it's again like I am aware that I do work too much mm. and I do that, but I am aware that, you know, people might not be happy me doing that, but I don't give a fuck, mate. Yeah, who, I really don't care. No, you have to please them. I don't give a fuck, mate. I'll do what I need to do yeah. to make me happy. And yeah. I don't really care what society, what even like some friends and that are like, I'm just like, yeah, I am who I am, mate. Yeah. That's it. So, you don't like it, get fucked. <laughs> Simple as. I love it. But you know, the same thing as well, though. Like, if it, how many people in our lives, like, for instance, you might come across people this year, you would call them friends. Yeah. In three or four years' time, you might not see those people again, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, you'll only have, like, the only people in my life are still there yeah. consistently are people or my best mates from school, 100%. man. Yeah, like, I've yeah. got, like, three or four people there. Yeah. And, like, WhatsApp, see them when, whenever yeah. I go back home. And... It's that thing. The only opinion I really care about is if I'm being a dick to them. Yeah, exactly, mate. And, yeah. and they'll pull me up on 100%. it wherever I think I'm 100%. going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm the same. Like my bubble's small, mate. Yeah, like, it is small. And even, but even if I go out with the lads or with rugby lads or lads that I grew up with, and we go out for a beer, we literally get straight back into it. I think that's a lad thing, to be yes. honest. Yeah, it's like we we just I've seen like guys who's got for me. You remember this? You remember that? We've literally just got back straight into like yeah. how we was when we were younger. So, and life happens, mate. People out, you know, stuff happens in life. You have kids, yeah, you yeah. get married, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't see as much as people oh. anymore. But when I do, it's like, you get back into it. But yeah, I'm just, I'm pretty content in what I'm doing at the minute. And just with the people that I trust and spend my time with as well. So. How do you, de- how do you deal with stress? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Um... Not very well. Turn the phone <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I do get. I mean, with the academy stuff, when it was coming to the end and the new syllabus and everything come out, and I was teaching the courses, I was stressed, mate. And I just took some time off. At least it took two weeks off. So I've not really conquered how to deal with it at the minute. But again, I'll just, um, just chill. I'll just relax and things. I, when I feel like I'm not being productive, I'll go and do something. Nice. Maybe go to the gym. Um, I'll just go and do some shopping or clean the house yeah, yeah. and things like that and then I'm back into that mentality again then you know what I mean so I've had a couple of days off now and now I'm itching to get back to work yeah yeah so I don't it's a difficult one that I think everybody's different the way they deal with stress but there's yeah. no there's no right answer is there uh, I think <laughs> no. you just find your way doing it yeah you know, yeah I got taught well taught once or told once Um, from in your 30s you should should <laughs> yeah you should you've got to you've got to yeah. but basically yeah. it's like kind of push your body to a limit mentally yeah. where it's burnt out yeah um so then you know where your threshold is yeah but if you never push yourself to that position you, you don't you know, know where your threshold yeah, is yeah, yeah. you've kind of get yourself to oh, i'm fucked right yeah, now yeah yeah and then you know then but for myself like 
I feel like I suppose it's like anxiety that anticipate anticipation like in May we've got this program starting right and making sure that all my my you know my eggs are in, in yeah. line you know yeah and making sure that the paperwork x y and z is done yeah. and then just that moment yeah, before breathe. that moment of breathing yeah, yeah. Just making sure, is it going to work this out? Yeah, is it yeah, going to perform? And yeah. you've probably been in that position. 100%. Oh, I've got that artist coming up. Oh, yeah. it, what's the you know, yeah, chance yeah. of this happening? Next thing you know, you're like, fuck. Yeah. And you just, for me, it was just like, I needed to switch it off. So it was turning yeah. the phone off. Like, oh, mate, definitely. And I literally just said, that could just be it, mate. Yeah. Stay off social media. Yeah. Turn your phone off. Go and relax. Go to a spa day. Go yeah. and enjoy yourself doing something that you like. I don't yeah. know anything. Yeah. Um, Getting a haircut, I like. Well, I mean, I've just, I've just done mine in the shower, mate. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Your Mac free, mate. Don't. <laughs> Those days of me having an haircut have gone, mate. <laughs> just tidied up. Maybe a head shine or something like that, yeah. mate. That'd be me. Oh, um, that, that's that's basically though. I just know for me, that's it. And yeah, um, and just yeah, get my get my head out with the paper. But yeah, like, you yeah, know, Just yeah. pull your head out of it. But everyone's yeah. different, man. Yeah, definitely. I like a series, mate. Mm. I love a Netflix series. I just finished Wednesday. When? Okay, I loved it, mate. It What's good. that about? It was that Wednesday Adams. Oh, you know what oh. I mean. It was good. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. It wasn't amazing, but I like that kind of. I like like okay. Vampire Diaries and oh, and one of those. <laughs> okay. I like it. Though. <laughs> I love Vampire. I don't know why. I've just I was watching Twilight last night randomly. Okay. I was like, "What do you want to watch?" I was like, "Twilight would be good." <laughs> <laughs> you asking for it? I was asking Twilight would be good. Go on then. We'll watch Twilight. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I said just. Just easy sitcoms, yeah. I guess, like Vampire Diaries, Originals. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Nice, None of this narco shit, mate. I'm just easy nah. watching, mate. Get me on Vampire Don't <laughs> want to watch narcos, but you'll be in some form I mean, of yeah. connection to that yeah. type of life. Yeah, yeah. So a nice, easy watch for me just on a rest day, mate. Easy. Nice, brother. Man, I feel like we could talk forever. Oh, mate. It's <laughs> been, I've enjoyed, mate. This is, I've really wanted to come on this and it's been, and I've loved it. I've loved yeah. every second. So I appreciate you having me on, mate. It means a lot, honestly. It's good. Just to have a voice out there. Not even a voice, just to chat, mate. You know Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just nice. So I appreciate you having me yeah. on, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm generally, like I say this to only certain people, but like, I, I'm excited the way you're going to be in the next five years. Yeah, mate. It's, I mean, yeah. I'm scared. It's scary, That's, 100%. But I think it's a good... It's a good scare as well because I'm like busy now. Mm. If I carry on the way that I'm doing, how busy can I be? Oh, I'm not busy. I can be, mate. You know what I mean? It, it, things can go. No security, security, mate. You know what yeah. I mean? So it could go either way. But if I'm doing the right things, mate. If I'm, if I'm, as long as I'm happy, mm. we'll see where it goes. You know what I mean? But I'm happy working at Vanquish. Happy working at Optimum as well. Mm. Um, I'm happy doing the artist stuff, executive stuff. TSEM technical surveillance stuff. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on, mate. There's a lot. Yeah. But I enjoy it, mate. I enjoy it. So we'll see what happens, mate. In the next five, the next two weeks, mate. I mean, it's going to be in yeah. a, a mad month next month. But again, I'll have that month, and I'll just have like four or five days off completely when yeah, I get yeah. back, and then we get back into it again. So, um, but yeah, mate. I'm look. I'm looking forward to it. It's 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 a it's a good journey. I've enjoyed it so far. Um. But we'll see where it goes. It's amazing, man. I'm grateful to have you on. Yeah, it's oh, been, mate, mate. It's, it's been awesome. Mine, mate, Good energy. One thing I always ask my uh, my guests before we wrap up is what you're grateful for. Grateful? Oh, Jesus. Ah, uh, this is a question I should have asked. <laughs> <laughs> no q and I just think you. opportunity, mate. Yeah. I think I'm grateful for the opportunity and, and the lifestyle that I've, that I've had, as in professional lifestyle, as in with rugby, 
the opportunities that it's given me through there, the people that I've been able to work with and then people that I've been able to work with in this industry and learn off. Um, I, I just, yeah, I'm grateful for the opportunity and I'm grateful for just, yeah, people's advice, I guess. Mm. I like it. Nice, brother. Well, man, I'm sure there's someone up there now looking down who's pretty grateful. Yeah, man. Well, he was literally, he was, we used to do everything, mate. He was a massive inspiration of mine, like growing up, and he would come to every single match. Every single match would be my big, biggest critique. Would tell me I'm shit most weeks, probably. <laughs> but no, we, we, you know, we watched Warren the other day whilst he was in hospital, and that was that was a good farewell for me. So he's, he's, uh, he will be missed. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a legend of a bloke and. We'll see him off soon anyway. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it, brother. Nice. Just talk it, walk it, walk it on.